We got the podcast recording allegedly on the Anchor app. No free plug. It is what it is. What is good, you guys? It's the Outcast episode 41. Back after a month off. We are good. We are trying to do a little video format on the show as well. It's going to slap my face over there. So when I have to stop the recording of the video, um, I can easily with my fingertips because I'm the audio visual and every other kind of engineer on the show today. As always, we are talking about MMA, boxing, football. It's fighting and football, if you didn't know. If you don't know, now you know. Now you know. Look at those voice waves. It's cool. I like the audio-visual forecast. Could get my lighting in here a little better so you can see my baby blues and whatnot. But, hey, it's a work in progress. Um, might have to swerve the clip of the week, at least on the video format well probably on both format this week until i can figure out how to add it in post i think it'll be easy enough but we've got to figure that out but let's get into the show shall we we just passed uh last weekend's ufc event main event yuri proishka the uh badass coming out of prague czech republic coming in with that spinning elbow combo on dominic reyes laying him out laying him sleeping on the canvas boy sleeping he was like he had his arm tucked in and everything. He, he looked cozy. Called that boy NyQuil because he put him to sleep, you know. It was nasty. It was real nasty with the spinning elbow knockout. Um, yeah, Yuri Prushka, bad man. He came in with that right elbow. Gave it a kind of a half-second pause. Ooh, spinning elbow. Like Dominic Reyes said on his Instagram story, it's the ones that you don't see that put you out and he didn't see that elbow coming at all setting up Yuri Proishka for a um a title fight allegedly against Jan Blahovich whenever they're ready to bang for the light heavyweight title of course Alexander Rakic sliding his name into the mix as well him coming off a uh, rather dominant decision win against Thiago Santos recently but I think given the uh impact of that knockout they're going to give the title shot to yuri prushka coming in with the samurai bun a uh, big fan of that guy's style how he conducts himself in interviews and press conferences and whatnot i think that'll be a very interesting stylistic matchup against jan blahovich especially after we've seen jan's kind of uh different facets to his game in that fight with Israel Adesanya recently being able to take him out of the ground and dominate in the top position. He might not want to keep it on the feet with a dangerous um, striker like Yuri Proishka, but only time will tell. They might just stand and bang, baby. Czech Republic versus Poland, legendary Polish power. Shut up and take my money, UFC. I'm in. Also on that card, what else did we see? Of course, we saw uh, Cub Swanson in the co-main event against Giga Chikadze. Uh, apologies if I'm not saying that right, but he got liver kicked to TKO, I believe, in the second round of the fight. Apologies if I, if I got that mistake, and I might be a little mixed up on that. But uh, brutal finish from Giga Chikadze getting a win over a name opponent like Cub Swanson, a uh, a vet of the game since the WEC days, Cub Swanson, no easy task to finish him on the feet. Well, get the knockdown on the feet and fish on the ground after that 
liver kick landed, though. It was pretty much a uh, game, set, and match for Giga Chikadze in that one. If you see me glancing over, I'm just checking my notes of stuff we got to cover on this show today. My memory's good, but it's not that good. I got I got to keep notes. Maybe if I keep them, you know, in front of me or something here, I don't know. If I had a desk, you know, I should get my desk set up back going in here. But, you know, where my desk used to be, I, I moved my... My dip slash pull-up bar over there. Because <laughs> I've been working out crazy again, trying to get in shape, getting ready for uh, allegedly a half marathon I want to compete in. Maybe September-ish time for charity here up north Canada. we got something called the Army Run. They do every year this year. It's virtual, so you can do it wherever you want. And uh, yeah, I might just put on an old steady half marathon, the old 21-point-some-odd kilometers never done that before so you know good to challenge yourself whatever back to the fighting though um other fight news in mixed martial arts ufc coming up we see mcgregor versus poirier three still uh announced for early july i believe i want to say july not june you get those j months mixed up sometimes but yeah i'm looking for dustin poirier to put on another performance in that uh he always he showed up to bang in that second fight the brutal calf kicks you know controlled the first round and then finished him with the hands in the second round expect more of the same uh i know all the conor mcgregor stands to get on me for that but i think it'll be more competitive and I think it'll be a very interesting fight, but I think Poirier gets the finish again. If I had to put money on it, that's what I bet on. And uh, the it was supposed to be the main event for this upcoming fight night: Diego Sanchez versus Donald Cerrone, I believe. If not the co-main event, two veterans of the game going at each other for Diego's retirement fight, but that's been pulled. I'm sure you're all following the saga on social media as it's been evolving. Donald Cerrone talking about it a bit at a press conference today, saying it's one of the weirder uh, last-minute replacement fights he's been a part of in his career, and he's been a part of a few of those. Uh, Diego Sanchez, man, uh, it's hard because I've followed his career since the Ultimate Fighter days. I don't want to say too much ill of the guy. I think like a lot of people, I think this... um, coach of his who we're not going to name we're not going to give him any free pub because I, th- I feel like the guy's all about the publicity and getting his name out there and we don't have to do that here on the outcast but i think he's probably a bad influence on diego to say the least he's uh steering him in the wrong direction uh obviously seeming to manipulate him and um obviously seemed like the ufc caught on to this and felt like he was probably going to get involved in them in some kind of legal battle and potentially sue them regarding some of diego's medical problems but they've since caught on to this paid diego his full uh fight bonus and uh all his show money and um yeah, cut him from the UFC kind of unceremoniously after all these years. But uh, I don't think this story's fully evolved yet. I'm sure we'll hear of a story, hopefully, where there can be some kind of closure for both parties. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. It's ever-evolving, so we'll keep you updated here on the, the Outcast, trying to get back on the weekly podcast upload schedule. I know the last one I put out was about a month ago, but 
we're getting back into the swing of things here. Things are picking back up in the football world as well, so we have more to talk about. And uh, more fights, as always. The UFC is pretty steady with their one event a week, and boxing is heating up as well. Matchrooms announced all kinds of shows for this year, so we'll have a lot of boxing to talk about. Other fight news, we've seen uh, Chandler, Michael Chandler, Rather versus Charles Oliveira. That's coming up in June for the vacant UFC lightweight title that Habib Nurmagomedov. Oh, I always struggle with this one. Nurmagomedov vacated. <laughs> and that should be a show. We see like a dominant wrestler, uh, explosive striker Michael Chandler versus a guy with well rounded striking, uh, excellent submission abilities like Charles Oliveira. Uh, I said since Chandler came over from Bellator that he was my prediction by the new year to be the UFC champion. It's kind of happened a little faster than I expected. I thought he might get one more fight with a Justin Gaethje or someone like that in between his debut fight with Dan Hooker that went about as good as it could. But Chandler gets a shot at Oliveira. Well, uh, Poirier McGregor do their money fight, and obviously the winner of that will surely be fighting for the UFC lightweight title next, I imagine, if they don't decide to just keep running it back or uh, going after more money fights instead of the title fights. But we'll see. UFC lightweight division probably deepest in the sport. Let me know your opinion down below. Comment what you think the deepest division in the UFC is, the most competitive, uh, the most interesting matchups among the top 10, top 15. I think that lightweight top 10 on any given Sunday, you know, someone can get a win over another guy, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, bro. Uh, in football news, we're switching sports, switching lanes. Quickly run through some of the latest in the draft. Uh, off-season news. Well, not too much off-season news. It's just same old, same old guys getting in trouble here and there. But the Ravens draft went well. My boys got a wide receiver in the first round. We had two first-round picks. Uh, acquired one late from Kansas City in a deal for an offensive lineman. So we got a Rashad Bateman, I believe, who is a wide receiver in Minnesota, one of the highest rated in the draft, and a edge rusher, again, one of the highest in the draft named Jason Owe. But then I didn't pay too much attention to the later rounds after the first round, to be honest, but I know for sure we got another offensive lineman. I believe his last name was Cleveland. Um another wide receiver and a cornerback. So uh, we addressed the needs on the depth chart that I saw needed addressing. And obviously after the draft as well, we signed a tackle from the Steelers, which I always think is a smart move, signing a free agent from a divisional rival because they kind of have some inside information on um, someone you're going to play twice a year. So he's been in practice matchups a lot with the ops and, um, he knows a little bit about them as well. So good on the Ravens, pulling a little sneaky move, signing uh, Villanueva, I believe, left tackle from the Steelers. We'll see how he works out. Lamar's going to need all the pass and protection he needs and obviously run protection with how much we run the ball. So hopefully he fits into the scheme well. Only time will tell. Uh, I'm not one of these guys that like puts all the chips in on a draft pick unless there's some crazy college tape on them. I, I watched some of Rashad Bateman's highlight reel from college. It looked good, but 
only time will tell with draft picks, man. You don't know who's going to be a boom or a bust. Like even these ESPN analysts get fooled all the time. College scouts get fooled all the time. Who's going to be good? Who ends up being a bust? So uh, I just can't wait for the season to start, man. Um, I don't know. The season schedule is probably being released. I should check that out and give my uh, way early prediction. But from what I've seen with the signings and whatnot and signings on divisional rivals, I'd say we're a playoff team yet again. Hopefully make a deeper run, make it to a Super Bowl or at least an AFC final. That'd be a, a solid goal for this year, I think. Well, I know Lamar promised at the draft that he'd get us a Super Bowl, so... We shall see. Come on, Lamar. You're my boy. You're my boy. Got two grade eight jerseys. The knockoffs because my original one got stolen at a party. But uh, <laughs> you know who you are. You know who you are. I know who you are. I better not see you walking in that jersey, son. It's going to be a problem. Um, <laughs> Moving on for that. Don't want to incriminate myself. You know, that wasn't a threat. It was a joke. It was a joke. I won't do anything to that guy that stole my Lamar jersey. He'll be fine. Um, Sammy Watkins, originally we acquired him from the uh, free agent from the Chiefs as well. I forgot to mention that. I think I mentioned passing another wide receiver, strengthen up the depth chart. And, of course, there's been some rumblings about Aaron Rodgers, uh, unhappiness in Green Bay, wanting to get out of there. Teams like... um, Denver, San Francisco, Cleveland have all kind of thrown their hats in the mix there, which is funny because before I heard the Cleveland news, I uh, I told my friend about that in just like a DM. I was like, oh man, I hope he doesn't end up in the AFC North because I feel like Cleveland is an elite level quarterback away from being a really good team. We saw that in the playoffs last year when they upset the Steelers, uh, put up a very competitive game against the Chiefs. And uh, I think they're very dangerous. And if they had Aaron Rodgers at QB, it might be lights out for the Ravens' playoff chances in that uh, next season. So, fingers crossed, Aaron Rodgers, stay the heck away from the AFC North, please, man. Uh, I got tons of respect for you, but just another division. Go somewhere warm and play like uh, Tom Brady. You know, starting to get a little older. So, you know, you want to you want to keep the the joints warm, you want to keep the muscles warm. Go play in uh San Francisco. I think that'd be a good fit for you, you know. We don't have to see you to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't want to see you twice a year then in the playoffs, something like that. Okay. I think that's all the football news we're going to cover today. Obviously, it's going to start picking up as we get closer to the start of the NFL season. I haven't heard how the preseason's going to be, but yeah, it's exciting stuff with the with the ball. Um, boxing, right. Uh, Canadian cruiserweight champion. I always like to give a shout out to my Canadian boxers, Ryan Roziki. Guys, pay attention to that name. He's going to be the next big thing coming out of Canada. Okay, 13-0, 13 stoppages. The bruiser from Cape Breton originally. East Coast guy. Scrapper. Fights like Rocky Marciano back in the day. Knocks everyone out cold. Uh, got a... Six-round KO, I believe, over the former Canadian cruiserweight champion. Came in like on a week's notice, late replacement. Uh, showed a lot of heart and balls doing that against a guy like Ryan Roziki, who folds everyone over like lawn chairs. But it was it was good while it lasted, you know. But eventually, just put the pressure on and picked up the pace. The guy lives the life, trains like a madman. So he just went in there, got the stoppage 
got paid, got out of there. And I know he's talked a little bit about in the past about having another date booked for a fight. I haven't heard anything about her opponent, but keep that in mind. Check him out on IG. You can find him there. Ryan Roziki, big tatted up boxer. Can't miss the guy. Um, big fan. Congrats, Ryan Roziki. Other big boxing fights we had over the weekend. We saw Cristobal Areola versus Andy Ruiz, which is kind of a, a bit of a controversial decision, I guess. Ruiz got knocked down, I believe, in the first round early and came back and kind of put the pressure on later on in the fight. Areola winning some of the early rounds. Controversial judging scorecard, giving, I believe, Ruiz like eight rounds or something like that, maybe more. But it was ridiculous. These boxing judges got to get it together, man. They got to fix this. It's ruining the sport, man. Some of these judging scorecards coming out. But Rui's got the win nonetheless. I did have him edging the fight slightly by winning the later rounds. But you could make a case for Chris Ball, Areola. Obviously uh, showing a lot of heart, staying in there, going the distance. And Ruiz as well for coming back after that early knockdown against a tough guy like Areola. So give them both props, man. Hope they both get big uh, solid fights next. A lot of people are talking about Ruiz Wilder, uh, Ruiz Dillian White. A couple interesting matchups. I think Joe Joyce, if he doesn't get his fight with uh, Alexander Usyk. But heavyweight division boxing's good as it's been in a hot minute i think i'm very excited about the heavyweight division um bum, 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 bum. obviously canelo versus billy joe saunders coming up this weekend very big uh middleweight fight huge implications for the unified uh undisputed middleweight championship as all the belts could get unified in this fight or i believe all of them caleb plant's got some belts as well but Nonetheless, um, obviously some rumblings, drama about the ring size going into the fight, but it's all been sorted out, I believe, as of today. And the fight is on for this weekend. So I am picking uh, Canelo because it's just too hard to pick against the guy, even though I do think Billy Joe Saunders stands a chance, which is more than a lot of people are giving him. But, um, yeah, I know. I, I'm giving you a lot of butt-ums today, but <laughs> I think Canelo gets this one i think he gets the stoppage as well probably wears him down with his heavy punching body arms he just hits whatever he can with heavy shots and i see him getting the finish over a guy like billy joe saunders and he might even walk on to something i think canelo is just too slick too good too powerful and let's say a seventh round stoppage He'd have to knock Billy Joe cold to stop him. Uh, I don't see him getting TKO'd unless it's... Yeah, but he definitely has that power. We saw what he did to guys like um, Amir Khan and so on and so on. We also saw recently Chisora versus Parker. Another controversial split decision for Joseph Parker over Derek Chisora there at heavyweight. Uh, interesting to see where they go from here. They talked about a rematch. Uh, that might be good on the Joshua Fury undercard if they finally announce that. I think they're talking early July or something for that fight. So that would make sense to get those guys back out there, put them on another heavyweight undercard. That'd be good. Um, Taylor Jonas, the women's title fight. Very good fight. Uh, some people are calling it one of the fights of the year. Uh, 
Katie Taylor edging it in a decision, kind of Jonas coming out hot in the second round, but Taylor pu- putting up a pace she couldn't match later on in the fight, getting the win, uh, dominant win for the Irish uh, women's fighter, Katie Taylor, probably right up there for best women's boxer with Clarissa Shields. So, uh, other boxing news on that undercard, we saw Christopher Eubank Jr. decision win over Marcus Morrison, Campbell Hatton, uh, continued his early rise in his career, getting a win. And we saw James Tennyson, who a lot of people called the Irish Golovkin, get upset by a, a Mexican fighter who's kind of uh, it's becoming a theme now on the matchroom boxing shows. So a lot of good fights on that card. One of the best boxing cards of the year, I'd say. Rumbling outside of uh, that card, we saw Tyson versus Lennox Lewis kind of being rumored in one of these uh, legend versus legend fights. Jake Paul's being called out by everyone in the phone book, especially UFC fighters after that Ben Askren fight. And David Allen, who is a popular matchroom heavyweight, the White Rhino, announced his comeback on social media and looking for an opponent for him. And I believe he says he's looking to just do a, a four to six rounder to get his toes back in the water and kind of ease back into the pro boxing game. All kinds of boxing news, all kinds of boxing news. Ran through those last ones a little quick as I saw we are going a little long and I want to upload the video format to this onto YouTube as well, hopefully with outro, intro, so got to edit it and well. And all that. Um, other news, <laughs> just made a couple quick notes. I played through Red Dead 2 and uh, Ontario Lockdown number 3, so I heavily recommend Red Dead 2 to you gamers out there. Great storyline. Um really good open world game you can you can kill some time in it which which is important right now you know <laughs> um training for a half marathon which i talked about probably ran like 20k in the last couple of weeks and just grinding man just busting my ass sweating again feels good training for something highly recommend uh setting a goal getting yourself motivated getting out there and uh doing something you gotta get a checklist gotta set goals and keep yourself motivated do something, you know, do what you can if the gyms are closed where you're at or whatnot, you know, you got to do what you can. Um, and quick note, wraps. I said most improved team in the NBA since trade deadline. Might be true, might not be. Uh, I haven't been following basketball as much as I uh, have in the past, but I'm just, you know, steady on with the wraps, bro. Steady on with the wraps. We the North and all that. I think it's true. I think it's true and VTubers <laughs> yeah I've just been watching Dog VA and Iron Mouse uh, collabs on YouTubers so if you haven't checked out Iron Mouse uh, it's an entertaining watch you know don't knock it till you try it check out those VTubers and as always keep those jabs pumping jab cross hook uppercut the oh, one two three four on the haters out there stay positive and all that appreciate you guys for watching listening Subscribe to the Outcast where you can. Find me on all the things. Do all the other things. Peace out, guys. Appreciate y'all. Peace. (laughs) 